0: a car question ask the experts at 855-340-ZONE. You're listening to Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Continuing the soundtrack of the day from John in 60 Seconds Lloyd Cole producing for us today. And misrepresenting people on Twitter. But uh, he does, does it really well. At Lloyd Cole's own, at Austin Horton, at,
1: what is you Jeff Miller, one, two, three, what is it? Update on the um, Nicolas Cage poll. It's fifty nine forty one to the good actor. It's
0: coming back towards uh, the right way. I like it. And 71 votes. Nicolas Cage is a bad actor who makes mostly bad movies, and I enjoy watching almost all of them. That's 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 how I feel about the matter. I don't know what to tell you.
1: I am Jeff Miller 3734.
0: 3734. Now, the one uh, you guys mentioned leaving Las Vegas as a good one he did. He won uh, the the Oscar for that. Uh, and he did. and so maybe I'm wrong on that one. I can admit I'm wrong on that. He is an Oscar
1: one. winner. This guy you're calling a bad actor. There's
0: a lot of Oscar winners that didn't necessarily do anything good thereafter.
1: There okay.
0: So, just because just they win an Oscar, that doesn't mean that they're really good. It means the Academy liked them. It doesn't mean that I liked them. How about that?
1: Hmm? Hmm? It means the people that make movies liked them.
0: <laughs> at Austin Horton. At w- what we would call it, the experts. 3734. 30, <laughs> so, uh, the poll question today, by the way, 855-340-ZONE, 855-340-ZONE is... What annoys you about Utah drivers, drivers around you? What's a pet peeve of yours? Love to hear from you. Everyone that calls in is entered to win a four pack of VIP Lounge movie passes. 855 3401. I don't appreciate you retweeting that tweet, Jeff.
1: I retreated from both of my accounts.
0: It is—it's inaccurate. <laughs> We're gonna—we are gonna have. Issues. And I
1: voted good actor from both of my accounts.
0: Lloyd, you're bringing down a show of eight years here. Eight five five three four
1: zero. I forgot about Family Man. Family Man was a good movie.
0: Terrible movie. Oh, Family Man is the pits. Stop it. Let's get to uh, a voice of reason. Host of Inside the Outdoors. Uh, voice of the Salt Lake City Stars, you know him, you love him, the man, the myth, the legend, Steve Brown is on the line. Hey, Steve.
2: <laughs> hey, guys, how you doing? I'm sure the voice of reason is a misnomer, but uh, but I do have a pet peeve, and anybody who's listened to my show will know what it is, but I'm going to share it with you again because I'm on a one-man crusade to try and change it. You know, when I was in driver's ed, my old coach, Cal Erickson, would have flunked me for making left turns at lights the way people do it today. Uh, you know, sitting in with your, with your nose of your car on the bumper lane instead of getting out into the intersection yeah. might be fine for the person there making the left-hand turn, but it means that one person per light can go through. It's, it's like you try and teach them to go out into the intersection so that the person behind might actually make the left turn as well. And it's apparently a concept that just doesn't resonate with anybody that go out and make a 90-degree left just doesn't work. So, folks, again, just get out into the intersection, get halfway, make a straight 90-degree, and maybe, just maybe, the guy behind you will also make the <laughs> yellow light instead of doing a one-person uh, uh, filter through. It just it drives me nuts. Anyway, we would have flunked driver's Z way back you know when we had the horse and buggy to uh or at least the very the crank to get things started back in the day but apparently today nobody teaches that concept
0: so i thought this was only me that gets stuck behind the guy turning left at the light it's every light i come up to somehow i magically end up being the one that the red light gets but it happens to more than just me you're telling me okay
2: I, I don't understand the problem with getting your nose and your entire car halfway into the intersection, and then making a hard left turn. Everybody wants to cut that corner, and so they just keep their their, their nose on the uh, you know on the crosswalk line, which means that nobody behind you is going to get through the yellow light unless you run it red because the person uh, in front of you takes so long. So I I don't know. Maybe it's something that we need to talk to drivers said uh, yeah, you know, the coaches who still i think teach driver's ed but you don't have to but, do. Uh, the problem well, is more that you don't ever have to do driver's crazy. ed again
1: you do driver's ed once and then you never Wait have to go second. again
0: wasn't it you that i said i was gonna make everyone do a test every other year to get keep their license and you said i was a total totalitarian uh dictator <laughs> where is this now coming from but yeah i agree i think we ought to be tested Every every couple years to keep your license. If you fail, you don't get your license. Years, like, you yes, know. we are so bad at driving. We're so bad at knowing no, I mean, the rules. You
1: have to renew your license. Five years. Five
0: years, and all you do is go in there and say, "Here's my money," and they give you your license. I'm going on, again. on Monday?
1: <laughs> are you really? I'm so sorry. I got a new address, and my dog ate half my license. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got lots. I got lots of issues. Going with Steve, that story, huh? The dog. My dog
1: ate my license. Story. It's actually true. Oh right man,
0: there. Steve, thanks for calling in, buddy. Good show this morning, by the thanks, way. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Talk to you later. That's Steve Brown. Uh, he did. Your dog ate your license dog, to pieces. Boys, look at
1: that! My dog I, ate the side of my license. How, that actually, did where, happen. Where was it that the dog it ate got my a hold wallet?
0: Of
3: oh, he ate the entire ate wallet. The
1: whole wallet, and that's what was left. Didn't get of any of your credit
3: cards? I'm assuming he
1: yeah totaled your credit cards. A couple of credit then. cards okay. got right. Yeah. What kind of dog is he? A Golden doodle. A puppy. It was a puppy at the yeah, time. Okay. Now just no. Knows
0: problem. better now.
1: That's. Getting trained better now. Okay. <laughs> We're getting there. Yeah, my, my dog just
3: ate a, ate a whole box of crayons, of, of my oh son's gosh. crayons. Yeah, it looked like a Monet out in the yard. <laughs> Did it really? Oh, I'm dead serious. I've got a picture of it. A pic- oh, tweet, I,
0: tweet that out. Use your Twitter for I something feel, no, useful I, I, for I, I feel, It
3: feels weird actually tweeting out dog poop. Facts no, and do- actual things? No, dog poop. I don't feel like you should be tweeting that out. The no thing you tweeted earlier could have qualified as dog poop. Me that, right? your, your opinion <laughs> is dog poop.
0: Oh, bam! Oh, man. You
1: opened yourself up for that one.
0: I keep thinking this will get someone to call in and stand up for me, but apparently I apparently
1: have no friends! Hey, guess what car? We're going to switch some stories now. All right, fine. What car is celebrating its 85th birthday next year? The Mustang. No. Oh. The Chevy Suburban. 85? 80. 80- Five years in two thousand twenty is the is
0: the original one still driving around out there? Because I see a lot of them.
1: (laughs) There's got to be one out there. So the original one, the mammoth eight seater with removable seats, folded folded. So I had folding second row seats and a sixty horsepower inline six. (laughs) The U.S. was in the grips of the Great Depression. Its entry into World War II was still six years away, and motion pictures were offered in color the first time. It since survived all subs- subsequent wars of Congress, never formally declared. Blah blah blah. What yeah. did it look like?
0: Eighty-five originally.
1: years. It just looked like a box.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, it was yeah. a little round. Around it makes
1: the suburban the forerunner of the modern SUV, the longest running automotive nameplate, surpassing the Ford F Series trucks, which was 1948, the Land Cruiser, which was 51, and the Corvette, which is 53.
0: Can you still buy? Do they still make suburbans?
1: Yeah, they do. Yeah, there's a 2020 suburban,
0: is there really? Okay, yeah,
1: so it'll be the 2020 model year will be its 85th year.
0: That's craziness, isn't that crazy? My parents drove a suburb, we, we had a suburban for a lot of years. In fact, the suburban. Is the car I drove into the ditch accidentally?
1: And the GMC version of it arrived two years later.
0: Which was what was theirs called? The Suburban. Oh,
1: no, that was Wait, a, huh? it. Later became the Yukon. Okay, it was called the Suburban for a while. Then they made it a Yukon.
0: They can both call it the
1: Suburban. It's the same owner. Oh, true.
0: <laughs> Chevy GMC
1: <laughs> call yeah. whatever they want.
0: <laughs> no, uh, I dro- I borrowed the Subaru and I or the Subaru the Suburban, and I backed it into a ditch. Uh, is late at night out on a, my buddy's farm. There were no street lights. I went right into the ditch. He had to go get his uh, tractor off of the farm to pull me out of there. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it
1: sold, they've sold forty-one thousand of them this year.
0: I I I'm, I don't know why I'm surprised that
1: they're I'm still actually making. Those. Rent, I'm actually renting a suburban next week for what? I'm um, going to Utah Auto Dealer Conference in California, Newport Beach area.
0: I'm coming too. Right. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Newport Beach in November? Heck yeah! I yeah, bring in the family.
0: I'm family. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe not after the So I will not be Cage here thing. next weekend. Okay, you will have another guest host. Well, they'll be nicer to me, I'm sure. Probably not. 340 zone. 340 zone. Steve Brown, by the way, is <laughs> the only one in the running for these movie passes so far. Let's see if uh, someone can get, someone else can get in on the but action. you're
1: required to go to a Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> in fact, John is next up on Utah Carsons. Hi, John. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning.
4: Love this show.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you. I, I'm
4: in uh, the doldrums. I need you to find your box of Kleenex tissues. Cause I'm going to share a sad story. Oh, boy. I watched at 821 today, my wife's uh, outback, Subaru outback, drive out of the driveway for the last time, headed, so there's one less Subaru on the Utah roads. (laughs) She uh, is on her way to Texas uh, with our son, son son-in-law, actually. Driving her down there, but it was a sad moment. So, are you cheering up with me at all?
0: That's another super. Wait, she's coming back, right? You're not gone into well, yeah. okay. Yes. All, right, she, all right.
4: She'll be back to that car. That the car is not coming back. vehicle will never be back. in Utah again. Yeah, you got a caveat John, John a lot sounded center. like a,
0: sounded like a country music song for a minute. Saw my wife leave the driveway. <laughs> I didn't know what I was time.
1: supposed to be sad about, like your wife <laughs> leaving you, or Donna. Don't
0: do it. Come back, <laughs> Donna. <laughs> do, do
4: I set you guys up or what?
1: <laughs> this is great. Yeah. yeah, it was going to be so, a really well, sad moment. It's, it's, it is still very sad. It is still very sad. Yeah. I, I tried to emphasize the car part. <laughs> we can help you and get I you another also one.
0: Send
4: out, yes, exactly. That's the point. John's
0: been trying but, to get uh, Donna I, to get into new one for has. a long, long time. She won't do I it. I
4: have. Anymore. You're right. Correct. She won't do and it. And so we're left here in Salt Lake uh, with a Ford, uh, not Ford, excuse me, a Toyota Focus, not focus. Come on, Toyota Tacoma. There we go. Okay. And of course, terrible, terrible in snow. Terrible. And so I'm trying to now convince her if she won't buy a second Subaru Outback for here, what would the next option be? You know, if she says, I'm just not ready to buy another car and so on and so forth, but she'll have it in Texas, and then also we need something here. That's ideal, and uh, okay. if I can't convince her of another Outback, I don't know what else I can get her into. Why does she want an she's Outback? Working hard. No, she, she's just happy with it. She's satisfied, loves it, no problems. Yeah. Um, I don't know. She just hasn't been motivated. Was to it? get into another car.
1: I'll buy a rent one for a week. Donna, just bring it home and let her drive it around. She, well, no, she always brings up the I idea of a
0: hybrid when she calls in. I think she's interested in something like that, isn't she, John?
4: Uh, well, one of you um, uh, suggested the rental you know, for a week and so on. And I told her, this is the year. 2020 is the year to buy the, out- the new Outback and so on and so forth. But I don't know what it is. Hmm. I pushed the Ascent. That's no. So I don't know where it's going. Forester, I'm not sure. But we need it more here in Utah than we need it in Texas.
0: Oh, yeah. Not a lot of snow like there is here. That's the point.
4: Yeah. And there are not that many Subarus in Texas, believe
0: it or
4: not. So (laughs) you can easily
0: believe it. Here's what you're doing wrong in the first place, John. You're caring too much uh, because uh, what I've discovered is if I don't care, suddenly it becomes a big-time care in the house. If I care, Ooh. it's not a priority anymore. So, so oh, like, for gosh, example, if, if I care uh, that uh, the, the daughter's toys are everywhere, they're going to stay everywhere. If I don't care, they get picked up. It's interesting. I don't know how that works. but
4: reverse, Yeah, reverse psychology, I guess. Something <laughs> along
0: those lines. But, so tell her, I don't oh, care if you get a new car. You do what you want, and she'll come yeah, home with get a, a new bike. car.
4: Yeah, Get a bike or something. It's <laughs> but she desperately needs, uh, she can't get around town in a Tacoma <laughs> so without sandbags in the back of the, the truck. I and didn't she, know those were bad in the snow that's news to me oh no they're terrible Mm. so lightweight in the back so light so you put sandbags over the wheel wells and it weighs it down somewhat and helps but it's not anywhere near what you know the outback could do and has done for her for four years yeah so anyway i just calling to make fun of the the fact that she drove out of town here today i sent out an, an amber alert old adult woman being seen leaving town with a younger man at the wheel of an
0: outback. <laughs> you watched she your wife up. leave the driveway for the last time with a younger man, is what I gathered from the song. That's phone right. So that's I take my, my, yeah, I, Kenny Chesney will write a song about it tomorrow. It. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, John, thanks Why for the call. Not. We'll see what we can do for you. You bet. Thanks, buddy. Uh, so if she won't go with the, the Subaru uh, Ascent... Yeah, you gotta go all wheel drive. Yeah, you gotta get an all-wheel drive car. Like she just gotta come drive one. She'll fall in love with it. Yeah, then.
1: that's the thing is. You just gotta he just has to come show up with one. And Say, you hey, guys look what I borrowed for the weekend.
0: You have a good idea with the rental. Yeah. You guys do rentals yeah, now. I rent him one, yeah. I rent them one for a couple days. So if you if in it fact shows up. And, and next time you're in the market for a rental car, make sure you check it yeah, out. John, just pick up Donna for a date one night. Say hey, <laughs> look what I got. Look what I found. Yeah. 855-340-Zone from John to Paul. Good morning, Paul. How you guys doing? Good. Thanks for calling in. I
5: and you talked about the worst car I ever drove. Sure. It was a 1952 Studebaker Commander that my grandmother owned. And I'd have to, about three or four times a year, she wanted to go to Manti to the temple. So guess who got elected? I just got a driver's license. And so and that was in the 50s. And you ever drove to... uh on some of them roads back then, uh, plus an old car that—I mean, it would uh, to take three or four turns to turn the wheel, and it would—you'd uh, go more uh, back and forth than you would straight. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I still remember that old yellow Studebaker Commander that she had for years.
0: <laughs> oh, a uh, 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 vintage Americana memory—the old Studebaker, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks for the call, Paul. Appreciate it. Yeah, worst, worst cars you ever drove? Sure, we'll take that. We'll talk about that. Uh, I had a... I remember... So I had my grandma's Pontiac 6000 that she had passed down now to my dad. My dad passed it down to me. The transmission eventually went. So we went to an auction uh, and got a Ford Taurus for 1000 bucks used. The door panels had been removed in the back. And it was believed that this thing had been used for illegal uh, courier, we'll say, across the border back and forth.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Of goods, so not here's, declared. Here's my caveat: the worst car I've ever driven, or which car like this was mine that I drove? Because I've driven some bad cars. Well, yeah, when you take stuff in on trade. Yeah, when I was a used car manager, new car manager, and I was doing trade appraisals every day, you'd be amazed what's out there in the world that people drive. That'd be a tough job, man, to
0: go back to someone and be like, uh, "This is worthless." We and they're never, like
1: no it's worth $5,000 it and, is never worthless oh okay it's always worth scrap metal okay <laughs> the lowest really the lowest amount of money any car is worth is about 200 bucks because it's got enough metal in it that you can get $200 get you out of 200 it. anything <laughs> okay have you, how many cars have you scrapped
0: that you've taken in and on trade, well, are
1: you? Well, we did all of them during Castro Clunkers. Oh, they all went, yeah. yeah Castro yeah, Clunkers, true. they all got scrapped, but yeah. yeah, we still scrap cars quite a bit.
0: So what's the worst one you ever
1: drove taken in on trade? Oh, there's they're some that literally have walked out to do an appraisal and refused to get in it. Because it was dirty? Well, it's or just, just, just filthy? Yeah. Just like absolute disgusting mm-hmm. filth. Like, I would never get that smell off of me. <laughs> so I was just like, ah, okay, $200 sounds good. Oh, man. Yeah. Most Uh, of the time, people will either keep them or most people. A lot of times, people just like this thing's so worthless, I don't want it. Like, mm -hmm. you guys deal with it. It's like, yeah, Yeah. generally, when you get into those, most people just give them to you because they don't want to deal with it. It used to be back in the day, they changed the charity rules on it about 15 20 years ago. But back back in the day, you used to be able to donate a car to a charity and Mm -hmm. get a write off for its blue book value.
0: Okay, well, wow, really. For the blue book value of the car? Because yeah.
1: now it's just... Now it's whatever the charity can sell it yeah. for. Mm-hmm. So you get a write-off for whatever they get for it. Wow. But it used to be like, so you could take a car that showed a blue book value of th- two or 3000 bucks, and it's worth $200. Yeah. And trade it and get the blue book value. Not, yeah, they yeah. changed yeah. the rules on that because people were taking advantage. Sure, for sure.
0: I, I donated a car to the Kidney Foundation a few years ago. Uh, I don't. It, the write-off was less than a thousand. I remember that. It was, it was, but that for Back to that Ford Taurus. You know how I had to start that thing by hot wiring it. About a month after I got it, the ignition stopped working, and so we took wow. it to a mechanic and he he showed me he put put this wire on my battery, and I and I just touched this wire to the positive of my battery. And that how that's how I would start my car. Wow, it's pretty pretty safe.
1: It's not safe. <laughs> It's not safe at all. Uh, well, hey, the great. Game, game day crew has the Utes winning, all four, unanimous across the board.
0: Let's talk about that. Let's talk about today's game. Yeah, big game today. I'm doing the pre- and yeah. post-game show today, up at the point after. Come by and watch the game with us there.
1: That's exciting. Up at the sports mall.
0: Yep, up, up at the old sports mall. Right yeah. by my house. I like that spot. Uh, Frank Dolce and I will be up there. Adrian Liz will be doing the Saturday show from there as well, so come on by, watch the game with us. But Utes at Huskies, and this is it, man. In my opinion, this is it. You get this one, and it is over. There's
1: always the trap game, though. And no, what? Knows, Who? Yeah, they're really the rest of the teams. Who? Pretty, <laughs> it's no one left. Pretty basic. UCLA, Arizona, Colorado. It's not good. I'm not saying yeah. but it doesn't mean one of those teams can't beat you if you don't come well, play. The heated rivalry of the Colorado game. But if Utah beats Washington and USC loses to Oregon, which is what's supposed to happen today, all things point to Pac-12 title game for University of Utah.
0: What is uh, the only thing that gives me pause today with the Utes? And I'm expecting, I'm expecting them to win by a couple touchdowns, to be honest with Not you. injury. Tyler Huntley's
1: health. Yeah. Well, is he, is he ready to go? Can he go the whole but, time? I mean, I think the, they've got to score 20. Oh, yeah. Because the Huskies aren't getting more than 14.
0: Well, they're oh, – ooh, really?
1: Interesting. They've been up in
0: the 31-and-a-half range all season, the Utes have. The
1: Huskies aren't getting more than 14. Wow. That right now,
0: the Utes are so good, especially on the defensive side because that's the Washington offensive line might be the best offensive line in the Pac 12, but when you're going up against that Utah defensive front, Washington's last
1: five they scored 31 in the loss against Oregon, they scored 51 against Arizona, only 13 against Stanford, 28 against USC in a win, and 45 against BYU. But you know.
0: <laughs> you just, so you won't talk politics because you got business to run. Go to Utah you'll, State.
1: You'll talk what? So you don't want BYU <laughs> no, customers. Huh.
0: Interesting. That's
1: <laughs> yeah. you, 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 all in fun. BYU people
0: buy cars too, Jeff Miller. I do. Although they buy the Chevy Suburban mostly, as we talked about
1: earlier. Yeah, this that helped us get more of them. But. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all 855-340-Zone. Right, right. five, five, let's go out to the phones again, and Reed joins us. Good morning, Reed.
5: <laughs> hey, good morning. Um, BYU fan here, and I'm not buying Chevy Suburban. Yeah, there you oh, go. There you go. What are you buying? I am, I am however, after an SUV. Okay. Um, <laughs> And I'm actually curious right now. We're, we're trying to do quite a bit of research, uh, knowing you know, end of year, end of year deals are coming up. But um, curious about what you think about branded titles and uh, what what kind of pit, pitfalls you have so looking at those. Good
1: question. We talk about this a lot. Um, so just give you a rule of thumb on a branded title from a trade in perspective in a car dealership. We take blue book divided by two. That's a rule of thumb. So that's the effect that we think it has on cars. So if you have a $20,000 branded tile car, it's worth ten. The problem is if it's branded, it means it was totaled beyond the value of the vehicle. So that's a lot of repair to get done. And when you're repairing a car that much, as good as some of these shops can get, you're never getting it back to normal, and there will always be problems on that car. You can get lucky. But I yeah, so, always recommend um, people staying away from Brandon title unless you're getting I, such so a killer I guess, deal. So
5: I, we have gone in and talked to a dealer about this, and and I I, I guess occasionally a car was was you know total, not I guess uh, written off, but it but it wasn't actually affected as much. Maybe in a uh, maybe a hail thing or whatever, where they just had to replace the the hoods and stuff. Is there is there something to look for there?
1: Yeah, I mean it's possible. I mean it's possible that you could have a hail damage with enough hail damage on it that it would have totally beyond the value of the vehicle. I mean that's definitely a possible effect. But I would, if you're buying branded title, be extremely wary on it. Bring it to your own mechanic. Make sure you're double checking these car, the, the car out because I I know of a lot of horror stories with them. That's all I can. That's all how I can put it. I'm not gonna say you okay you, you can't get lucky and you can't get a good branded title car because that's definitely not the case, but. Understand the fact that when you trade that car in, most places that look at that car will look at it at half value. Okay. So if you're trading a car with a $20,000 book, I'm going to give you 10 for it.
0: But let, let's say he's not planning on ever driving or trading in. He's going to drive it into the ground.
1: If you're driving to the ground, the question and the question is whether what caused it to be branded. And yeah. do your own research on it. Don't necessarily take the word of the person selling it to you. And the,
0: uh, okay. those those vehicle histories don't always show you everything yeah, either. I
1: mean, I'd run a car fax. If I was doing that, I'd run a Carfax. I'd run an auto check. I'd run as many vehicle history reports as you could find. I would call. So whatever manufacturer that car is, car, call a service department of that manufacturer and have them look the car up. Because they can get some information from the manufacturer, whether what they have on it. I mean, I think there's a lot of things you can do to try and protect yourself if you really want to buy that car. But... There's a reason it's inexpensive. Yeah,
0: it's a gamble. It's a risk. It's a gamble. It's up to you to decide if it's worth it to you. If it's a screaming deal and you can survive if it then breaks a month later, then do it. Other than that, in most
1: instances, you can only buy a a service contract on that car from the person who's actually selling it to you. Which is really, you should be a little wary. You can't.
0: You can't take a branded car into someone else and
1: say, "I want a A service service contract." contract, It's only going to be the guy who's selling it because essentially, what they're doing is they're backing up their service contract with the profit they're making selling you the car gotcha yeah
5: but what does that mean That service contract
1: so a service contract means something breaks in the future on it a warranty on the car that they're going to fix it so it. Okay. essentially what they're going to do is they're going to assume they're going to have to fix things in the future so they're going to make more money up front to back it if, in case they have to spend money in the future
0: okay all Right. good luck reed good question a lot of people have that question all the time that's that's yeah. a common theme so good luck man
1: it's like playing a lotto I mean you buy a branded car you're it's you're you're taking a risk you're gambling
0: I've seen both I've seen it go both ways I'm sure you have as yeah. well uh, my brother uh, bought a branded title years ago and it was a terrific car for him until he sold it and he got pretty good value on the sale. but that's because the reason it was branded was uh, something like the I can't remember exactly, but it was not a big deal. Just the damage was so much that they had to brand the title. They got it fixed; it was fine. But it is a risk because I also my uh, my other car, not my Subaru, the used car that I uh, that I have. It when I bought it, it originally was not a branded title. Well oh. After I bought it, then it the branded. insurance stuff caught up, reported a hail damage. Uh, and a battery issue, and it became branded after I had already bought it. So, And then I'm like, well, now I have no choice but to drive this thing into the ground.
1: And that, that happens. I mean, it sometimes happens to retailers. We buy a car at auction. We don't know about it. We sell the car, and we don't know. And we've been burned on that a few times, too.
0: It's always a gamble. So good luck, Reed. All right, we'll take our final break, come back on the other side, talk a little bit about uh, something that somehow keeps happening. Every few months you hear about these incredible discoveries in a barn – somewhere this one has uh, has me real excited and i still gotta tell you about this woman in west virginia who got in a car accident and it looked a lot worse than it actually was I'll tell you about it next on utah car sense you're listening to utah car sense with jeff miller and austin horton presented by mark miller
2: subaru on 97.5 and 1280 the zone and the zone sports network
0: I got a text from my mother-in-law during the show here. Steve Brown of Does Inside she the she think Nicolas theme. Cage
1: is a good actor?
0: <laughs> no, that was not what she texted me about. <laughs> uh, Nicolas Cage is a bad actor who I enjoy watching his bad it's movies. It's tightening
1: up a little bit. It's fifty-six forty-four now. Hmm. Still to the positive. Good actor.
0: Uh, no, she texted me after Steve Brown's phone call about easing into the intersection. She said that her brother got a ticket for doing that. What? For easing into the intersection. It's not illegal. It must, must be. Do we
1: have a driver's ed instructor listening to the show right now to call us and tell us if this just is illegal? don't get
0: stuck in there Well, when it is red, I suppose. I don't know. But, yeah, it's interesting. Because I think you're supposed to ease over the line. I don't know if you're supposed to be out in the middle of the intersection. But as far, as far as convenience for the guys behind you, do it. <laughs>
1: We're in 2019. I bet the Utah driver's handbook is online these days. Maybe so. Perhaps it is. It is. They're We're not required to know that, though. 81 pages long.
0: <laughs> wow. 81 pages. I'll just uh, Uber and Lyft all my life. I'm not going to get my license. You know, no one's getting their license anymore until they go to college. Is that true? It, the numbers are showing that a lot of 16-year-olds so don't get— the DMV is going to
1: be a lot more empty on Monday when I go down there? I don't know.
0: There will <laughs> be a lot less teenagers
1: there, I think, than uh, there would have been back in our day. You know, what's the top five leading causes of death on Utah highways? No seatbelt. Number one. Texting. Driving too fast. No. Number two, not wearing your seatbelt. Number three, it's drunk driving. Number four is failing to yield the right of way. And number five is failure to keep in the proper lane. They don't have distracted driving in the top five. It's not on deaths. Huh. It's number five on leading causes of crashes. Okay. Following too closely is the number one.
0: Now that everyone around here needs to understand the rules about following too closely. If you
1: go to teenagers, though, <laughs> it's following too closely, failure to yield right of way, speeding too fast, then driver distraction, and then failure to keep in proper lane.
0: How closely are you supposed to follow a car, Jeff?
1: And I'm working. I get into that area. Of the three book. seconds minimum.
0: So, when they pass that tree, you should not pass that tree for another three seconds at the minimum. I do do that religiously. Now, on our Subaru Crosstrek, which my wife drives most of the time, we have that feature in the uh, adaptive cruise control where you can choose the distance, the following distance where it'll keep you at one uh, one car length, three car lengths, five car lengths. She's always got it to one car length.
1: Did you know that a 16 year old can't drive between 12am and 5am? I did not in the know state that. state of Utah? Really? Unless they have a Written licensed 21 year old <laughs> driver in the front seat. On an agricultural assignment, <laughs> driving to and from work, driving to and from a school-sponsored activity, or an emergency. Okay. So. It seems like a lot of exceptions.
0: All you have to do is say, oh, I was going to the hospital. is an emergency. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Uh, I remember when I first got my license, you could only, I couldn't take anyone, drive anyone else in the car with me. Unless I had a written note from their parents and my parents. Or if we were going to school or church or work. Otherwise, they couldn't be in my car.
1: you so know you could only, if you have a driver's license, six months after you get your driver's license now before you can have a friend in the car?
0: That's what I was, yeah. That's yeah your was passenger.
1: Just, yeah, you're, you're right. It's okay. Your passenger has to be your family.
0: Yep. That makes unless, sense. unless you're going to school, church, or work, I think. Unless they've changed that since I... Interesting. Got my license but Brilliant, I,
3: by the way Why? If, because I think of all the dumb things I did When I had friends in my car Oh, yeah in Peer pressure and all that Not necessarily peer pressure You just do dumb things
0: But you would have otherwise not done them Had they not been in the car Had I had an adult just in the car And uh, not a friend
3: Yeah, probably I wouldn't have did it
0: But if you were alone in the car Would you have done
3: them? Nah, not <laughs> as much You never know True it's absolutely right I'm working on finding left
0: turn rules Okay We'll continue on with that. Uh, you can call us, 855-340-ZONE. While you look through that, Jeff, I'm going to read you this story about another barn discovery. It seems every, uh, I, Why is this never me, by the way? I need to just commit my life to going around and looking in people's barns to see if there's cars in there and then offering them all the money that I have for to buy their barn so that I can discover... These I got the name of your show. Massive car collections. Barn pirates. Barn pirates. Yeah, not not the car barn. No, just the barn stormers. Barn pirates. Barn pirates. Barn stars. <laughs> <laughs> barn pirates. Alright, a massive car collection went up for auction in the United Kingdom today. The collection had been stored on a property that sold for redevelopment. The auctioneer says the 135 cars were kept in a series of barns across the plot, but did not provide details about how they came together. They are being sold as is, without documentation or warranty. While the collection is mostly British, it includes an early Dodge and a Ford T-Bucket Hot Rod. It also has... One of the more stranger cars ever made, the Mini-based Hustler. Have you ever seen the the Hustler? It looks like a Lego car. It is. It's pretty cool. There's also a six-wheel a Range Rover not, custom.
1: I have not ever seen that.
0: And a Volkswagen Beach buggy. Uh, the estimated value is uh, somewhere in the four to six million dollar range. So this this guy bought all this land to then build houses or something on. Went through to, to knock down all the buildings and found all these cars, and he's going to get $5 million bucks out of it. Not bad. Not bad at all. Mm-mm. Finding the rule there? Turning left in an intersection? Yeah, I'm working on it. Okay. There's 81 pages here. It's a uh, lot to skim through. A West Virginia uh, woman got into a car accident, uh, and when the EMTs arrived, they immediately went into triage and trauma training, though they only needed to check her vitals. Why did they do such a thing? Because this happened on Halloween. Car- this woman was dressed as Carrie, which is she's uh, from a S- uh, Stephen King thing, in a, in a white dress with a crown, but she's head to toe covered in blood and gore. Oh, geez. It's makeup, part oh. of her costume, but the EMTs arrived and thought this woman was oh, bleeding boy, out and dying. Oh, oh, gosh. So she had to say, no, no, it's his makeup. I'm and- alive, I'm alive. So they got all calmed down. They were checking her. Then the police arrived, and the police started getting mad at the EMTs for not being more uh, – they thought they were being lackadaisical about this, and then they had to explain to the police, Now it's all makeup. So it was just pretty much a fender bender, but it looked like she was about to yeah, expire. That's so
1: scary. So
0: it was pretty uh, – it went viral. You can check it out. It's just West Virginia. The Halloween has parks. to be a
1: pretty horrible day to be a fireman or – police officer
0: halloween uh fourth of july memorial day these types of things but it's one
1: thing like on halloween though like you're you don't know who everyone is like people are in masks like you don't know what's under their costume you don't know if the gun they're carrying is a toy gun or a real gun like it would not be a good day to be a police officer it
0: rarely is a good day to be a police officer if i'm honest with you but that would be an especially bad day they are they are a thankless group they don't get thanked enough and and uh, we need to be better about that. All right, 855-340-ZONE. few minutes left to get into the drawing for the four-pack of VIP Lounge Movie Passes. 855-340-ZONE. On the line, we've got Dan. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. How are you? We're fine. How are you?
6: Good. A couple weeks ago, I called in about a truck and wondering if the V6... EcoBoost was uh, just as good as a V8. Yeah, I remember, yeah. I don't know if you recall that. Yeah, for sure. I was at a dealership up here in Heber and uh, looking at vehicles, asked him if they had something with lower miles. And he said, well, we just got this Tundra in um, just today. Haven't had a chance to clean it up. Went over and looked at it. Has 5,000 miles on it. Nice. And I got it for... Ten eleven thousand less than new. Wow! It's two thousand nineteen. So I really lucked out.
0: I think. Oh,
1: what a great yeah! That's a great buy.
0: That that's terrific. What did they tell you about the? Did you ask them the EcoBoost question while you were there?
6: You know, I did. They they said that the EcoBoost is uh, better, yeah, even than the V eight. Um, plus, you'll get better gas mileage um, with it, just like you guys were saying. Okay, good. So, so we yeah, were right once.
0: A, that's good a news. sweet
6: ride. <laughs> the 2019 uh, SR5 with the uh, the oh what is
1: it TRD? The TRD package? package. Nice package on it. Yeah, with a better so, suspension. That's a yeah. great truck. That's a good buy, right there. Congrats, I Dan. Know.
6: Good I'm, job. I'm I'm loving it. What color? Yeah. It's a a charcoal gray, nice. and that's what I wanted.
0: Yeah, that's nice. I like that.
6: That is hard to find, let me tell you. Is it? It is. A lot of black and white vehicles out there. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Well, Dan, congrats. Thanks for updating us. All right. Appreciate hey, it. Happy for you. Thank you guys. Yeah, Dan called in uh, with several truck questions uh, a few shows ago, and uh, glad to hear he found one that that works out for him. We right. couldn't convince him to get a Subaru, but yeah. that's fine, as long as he's hey, happy. guess what?
1: You are wrong on the following question, though. What is it? It's two seconds. They've moved it down it is not three seconds it was when i did my test it see is, we need it, a test every it year it's two seconds that you're supposed that's to keep too between. close
0: man three seconds is too close three second abs <laughs> <laughs>
1: sorry <laughs> she caught that one
0: yeah it's two seconds so you can follow two seconds behind, two somebody. Seconds behind somebody that's absurd but I, I was telling you in the how many
1: seconds do you think the bottom level on your eyesight following thing is that's what I was just telling you. Do My you wife, do the bottom, the middle, or the high? I do the high. You do three bars on the ice. My side? wife does the one bar. I do the one bar as well. But you guys are crazy. Why not give yourselves time to stop the car? Are you that guy who's going fifty miles an hour in the left lane? No. <laughs> no. Lloyd, what do you think? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> With the baby mm. in the car.
0: Now if I'm if the baby's in the car, I'm careful. It was just I me. The guy on knocked up, going like <laughs> yeah. five miles going, <laughs> They can honk rabies. all they want. Yeah. Uh, no, if I'm in the lease and the baby's with me, I'm real careful. If I'm in my car and I'm alone, look out, world. There
1: are no rules. The one bar, oh, you wouldn't even have the one bar.
0: I wouldn't. There would be. I'd be. Yeah, no, I'm teasing. I am very careful. But so you. So how, how fast is it? The the one bar. Do you know the answer? I, don't the oh. answer to that. I, I was, bet. I was, I'll bet, it's see, to that. I'll bet it's three seconds. You know the answer to that. I bet it's three seconds. Subaru's smart and safe. Other, the Utah DMV is not
1: apparently. No. 147 votes out there. And I mean, what's I mean, the result? Yeah, 56-44. So it's 56-44. That's a resounding. That that's close. a 12-point victory. That's a resounding victory. That is not a resounding victory. <laughs> that would be the greatest victory in the history of Twitter polls. All right. To quote Art, you sound like an <laughs> orange. You sound like an
0: orange-haired guy right now. <laughs> uh, and by the way, Brian. Brian tweeted in and said listening to Utah car sense right now uh, with Austin Horton I've learned he doesn't trust Fox News like big government wants more car legislation and tests and the straw that breaks it he hates Nicholas Cage <laughs> I cannot support this man and what he stands for <laughs> <laughs> Brian you smart Alec. Colin says stick to sports just kidding am in uh, oh and then someone sent in a gif of uh, the show community Apparently, there's a whole episode about this very about Nicholas discussion. Cage? So uh, I'll have to make sure I check that out. But yeah, Nicolas Cage. Uh, Winston says, in Arizona, Face Off. How can you say Nicolas Cage only makes bad movies? Those were both great. I didn't say he only makes bad movies. And I didn't say those were great. I said they're bad movies that I like to watch. That's what I said.
1: All uh, right, whatever. But
3: you believe Lloyd. Well, if you'd like to go re-listen to the show, it'll be posted up on the website.
0: Okay, great. Yeah, in fact, give us a a review, a subscribe, listen to the podcast, and then tweet in when you, when, uh, and I want some support. I want some love. Please love me. 855-340-Zone. Now you're just working the polls. You got 10 minutes left to get in for the, uh, the, the, uh, the movie passes. Five tips for buying a car the smart way. You're a good person to run this by. Ready for this? Five tips. Get pre-approved for a loan before you set foot in a dealer's lot. Is that important? Is that good is that good advice?
1: I, th- I think it's I don't know if you need to go get pre-approved on it. I think have an idea of what you can buy and what you would get approved at like no, go to your bank's website go to double check the rates just no, have an idea of what you should be approved at. I mean it, most people don't need to go through the effort of that because what happens is, is if you go get pre-approved somewhere else and then you go to the lot and take their special rate like say super has got a one9 on something they gonna kill anything you have. Then what happens is you just put another credit check on your credit report. Ah. So I don't recommend doing that, but I understand where it comes from because you want to be fully prepared. I think you become fully prepared without running your credit getting fully approved. If you are a subprime customer, absolutely, it's not a bad idea to get that out there and at least come. Make in. Make sure you know
0: what you can come get.
1: in. Come in armed. But if you're anywhere near the prime customer, 650, 660 and above, I wouldn't mess with it.
0: Uh, this one is what bothers me about the industry and why I like what you guys are doing with Promise Price so much. Number two, it says, keep it simple. Don't tell the tells people too much. Remember, it's a game. You're holding cards. You don't want them to know what cards you have. That's why people hate us. That's why people hate that's buying a car. That's why people hate us. No, that's why they don't hate you, though.
1: No, but it's why it's the industry. in general. I'm yeah, just talking yeah, yeah. about industry. And I say it at every, every meeting I go to, I talk about this. It's like, this is why people hate us. It's because we create this. It's not the customer wanting to lie to us and keep things quiet. It's because of the process we've created as an industry.
0: Number three, we'll get to Gene here in just a minute. We'll go through these quick. Don't buy any add-ons at the dealership. I disagree with that I as do well. as well, yeah. I
1: mean, I think that you've got to be careful what you're buying and make sure that they're not overcharging you for them, but there's some absolutely great add-ons. I mean, I would not buy a car. I Literally, I bought a car this week, and I bought windshield insurance. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a I must. I own a car dealership, yeah. and I bought windshield insurance. Yeah. Because for not that much money, I can get my, any insurance on what's going to be a ten, dollars be dollars $900 windshield, if not more. Yeah. And you can basically one windshield to cover the cost of it. So I bought windshield insurance.
0: Especially when you have, like, eyesight on Service there.
1: contracts. Yeah. If you're going to own a car for longer than four or five years, absolutely. It's the cheapest way you can get insure your car, not having a huge expense down the road.
0: I know you agree with this one. Beware the longer-term six- or seven-year car loan.
1: I definitely agree with that. Yeah. I, I would never recommend someone going past 60 or 63 months.
0: And the final one, don't buy too much car. Consider a used car to save a lot of money. Which is essentially saying
1: Positives and negatives. I mean yeah. the, the positives to that is you can save some money on it. The negatives are you don't know where that car's been. And yeah. you don't know what's gonna happen to that car and you don't have as much warranty.
0: Eight five five three four oh zone. Eight five five three four oh zone. Gene, give us a call back. Get you right in. Just wanted to get those so off real quick.
1: Going back to the Utes. Are the Utes gonna win today? Yeah. Yeah. What's your what's your score? Thirty four twenty. 34 20
0: it'll be 2720 in the first in the fourth quarter UCL scores touchdown late Washington Washington and Tony Parks said something this week that had me uh, really interested in this game in a different way. He thinks there, there's a chance that Washington might start playing younger personnel in this game for more amount of time than they generally have because what do they have left to play for up at Washington? They're out of the the North race. The the only thing left on their schedule A good bowl is uh, trying to get a somewhat decent bowl and to beat Washington State. That's what's left on their schedule. They
1: still wanna win games. These are college players. But they
0: also want to get ready for next season. Really? Yes. Really? They're out of it, man. Really? Yeah, really. (laughs) They want to win the Pac twelve next season. So and they've got a bunch of young people that they might throw out there. And if I'm Utah, I'm like, yeah, throw out your young people. Get them out there.
1: They had junior quarterback, so he'll be back. Eason. Yep. But,
0: uh, the majority of their
1: wide receiver yeah, well, core. I, I think Utah's going to win. It's only a four-point spread, though.
0: In Utah's favor, right? Yeah. So they're on the three road point, three as a point favorite.
1: Three-point spread for Utah. ESPN's got it as Washington 53%, Utah 47%.
0: You know that, that, that football power index, yeah. is that what that is? It's That's
1: actually quite right. Over-under on, over, on the game's 48, which is pretty low for a Pac-12 game.
0: Yeah, I'm going under. With my thirty-four twenty,
1: go under. I'm telling you, Washington's not scoring one fourteen fourteen points. Why do you say that? Utah's Just the defense, Utah's defense? Is that good. Literally in the last three weeks, Utah's defense has given up one touchdown, and that was a throwaway touchdown at the end of the game. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last three games, they've given up zero points, three points, and seven points, and then against Washington State, which is a high-powered offense, they gave up thirteen. Yeah. Literally in the last four Pac-12 games, they have given up twenty-three points. And if you take out garbage plays, it's really I think Washington had a garbage touchdown too.
0: Yeah, so it's more like uh, six, seven, six points. Yeah, they are they are the best defense they've had up there in the history of the program. I'm convinced of that. Bradley and I is probably the best
1: that's ever done it at that position. Oh, they didn't give Washington. They didn't. They shut out in the second half. So go to the second – from the second half of the Washington game. Washington State? Washington State game. They have given up 10 points. And one of them was a touchdown that's at the crazy. end of the game that didn't count. That's nuts. And that's because it's a Pac-12, which is – they don't play defense in the Pac-12. <laughs> no one plays defense in the Pac-12. <laughs> Oregon does. Oregon does. Unless Utah they're and playing Washington State. Utah and Oregon. Yeah. But that will be a really good Pac-12 championship game if it gets there. That's going to be a good game. Do you think Utah is still in the playoff race? Yes. Why? If, they, if Oregon wins out – to the point where Utah's playing in a one-loss Oregon team and they beat Oregon in a Pac-12 championship, I think they slide in the top four.
0: So the, Okay. So you don't think they're not just think, in the conversation. You think they could
1: get in. I think they get in. I think if if Oregon wins to that point, Oregon's got to win the rest of their games. So Oregon's got to win out, which isn't a given. I mean, they've got – who does Oregon have left? they got USC. They should beat USC today. I like you. I'm a USC guy, but they're going to lose. They've got Oregon State to end the year. Right, yeah, Oregon State—that's a rivalry game. You never know what's going to happen. No, you know what's going to happen. And they got Arizona and Arizona State, so they should go four and zero. So if they if they go and they are eleven and one with a six point loss to Auburn, and Utah beats them, Utah beats them with a loss to USC in the Coliseum. Who lost to BYU? Yeah, but I mean, I think that I think they've got a pretty good argument Hmm. to get in. Uh, I think that they should. It depends on a lot of stuff, though. It depends on what happens with the other teams and the conferences. And the SEC
0: is going to get two teams in. So then there's two slots left. And historically, that playoff committee has not favored the West Coast teams. So who is it right now? Out of 20 playoff berths, Washington and Oregon have been in there
1: twice each. So right now you have Once LSU, each? Alabama, Ohio State, and Clemson. So if Ohio State loses a game. Which they will not. We got Penn State and Michigan still. They're not going to lose to either of those teams. Penn State's great. But Ohio Penn, State's better. But if they lose to Penn State,
0: Penn State probably gets in. May yeah, pro, well yeah. Yeah. All right. But who would the committee rather have in there? <laughs> if we go conspiracy theory on this whole that's thing. That's true. Uh the the four that are there right now, I think that's the four the committee wants to be in the playoff when this thing yeah, ends.
1: Probably LSU, Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson.
0: Pretty good TV. Pretty that's good pretty money really coming good that way. Money there. All right, uh, we've got uh, one, two, three, four. four. Oh, well, we can't include Steve Brown, no, can Steve we? Steve can't. So wait. we got four callers. I got them. Let me write
1: down numbers real quick. we got random numbers next to them. Lloyd? Yep. Pick a number, one to four. Three. Three. You got Paul, who called about the Studebaker. The worst car he, the worst he ever car drove. Worst car he ever drove. <laughs> so Love wait, it. Who's winning BYU-Utah State?
0: Ooh, that's the tougher one. That's the tougher one. Because Utah State looked ugly last week. BYU's riding some momentum, but they had the bye week. They're inconsistent. That's going to be the game to watch. Uh, just off the top of my head, the guess I'm going to say BYU, but it's not. I don't feel confident about it. What about you, Mister Aggie?
1: I think Utah State by five. All right,
0: for Jeff, <laughs> Count for, on it. For Jeff Miller and Lloyd Cole, <laughs> I'm Austin Horton. We'll see you next week, ten to noon, right here on the Utah Car